0: Welcome to The Politics Guys, The Extended Supporter Show with me, Trey Orndorff, and Ken. Ken, how are you doing again today? We're doing a good time, I'm hoping. (laughs) Oh, yeah, this is great. I hope you're doing well, too. Hey, you know, one of the things I kind of like to start off was, I don't know if listeners, if you guys noticed this, but we started to run out of time. Uh, and, And the last thing we had actually been talking about was China and tariffs. And I, I actually ended up cutting off Ken. I'm really sorry about that <laughs> because we had to finish. But Ken, you actually kind of had an interesting response. And I w- off the show in between the two, we were talking about how I was really interested in like doing a study now on this. And Ken wanted to make another point. And he said, even though we're not on the show, I thought, well, why don't we start, Ken, by you kind of telling everybody your last thought on China? Uh, you know, Because I was making this argument that Apple and uh, Facebook, you know, they actually, Facebook, I'm sorry, Apple and Google, they actually employ other people indirectly through their app supporters. And you kind of had a, a response to that. So I want to like, kind of let you start with that here on our bonus show.
1: Oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that. But yeah, so your your idea that we should think of um, the information economy as generating an entire um, economic ecosystem so that we're looking not only at how many people work for Apple or for Google but how many jobs in the whole country are generated by the uh, existence of uh, Apple and Google. Um, I, I I did not agree, I guess, with your point that that was a materially different than um, the, the industrial economy of, of 60 or 70 years ago, because I was saying, I think um, the same was true when we had large manufacturers like uh, General Motors and Ford that employed a lot of Americans, um, that you also had an economic ecosystem. You had parts manufacturers, you had Tire manufacturers Uh, here in Ohio. We have the rubber city of Akron, where a lot of tire manufacturers set up because it was close to Detroit, and they could sell the tires to the Detroit auto manufacturers. So I think it was similar when when you had large manufacturing in the country, it created its own ecosystems too. Um, But then when we didn't have as much of overseas competition, uh, the 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 unions were stronger and the jobs were higher paying. So um, I do think there's a real loss if today's industries. um uh today's large industries are are offshored or or hire fewer people i guess with apple it would be offshored because they make the iPhones in china mm-hmm. um with with companies like google it's just simply that they don't need as many people to do that work as uh as the kind of work that would be was done by the industrial giants of old.
0: Well, and that's true because, you know, Google, they, they're not a big you, Apple is actually a relatively large manufacturing yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. company, whereas whereas a Google, for instance, is not. I mean, it's primarily a uh, almost entirely a software uh, generating company. You know, their pixel line, for instance, is, is just a teeny drop in the bucket. Um, although I guess anymore, you really can't even talk about Google as a singular thing. It's Alphabet, um, you know. Google being one of the sub companies of uh, Alphabet, which I don't know about you, Kim, but that was one of the weirdest n- company names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure. Um, you know, one of the things, you know, it, it wasn't a huge item this week um, before we get into kind of the more bizarre things. But uh, Ken, had you noticed uh, that London Breed had actually become the first uh, black female mayor for San Francisco uh, this past week?
1: Yeah, you know, I didn't notice it till you mentioned it. You mentioned that in an email to me, and then I, I realized I realized it. So yeah, uh, it's an interesting, it's interesting. You, your, th- your thought, I guess, being you would have expected a city like that to have a, a black uh, female mayor sooner.
0: Well, both sooner, but I think it's interesting because you know, we've had all these kinds of conversations this year. This is one of our biggest, uh, more women have been running for office, uh, or should be, I'm sorry, have been registering to run for office than we've seen in a long time. And it's just fascinating to me. I mean, do you think that this is a long time coming or do you think this is a response to kind of the Trump movement? Uh, it's just fascinating to me that it kind of takes this moment for a city like San Francisco to elect an African-American woman.
1: Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know anything about San Francisco and why they didn't have one before. But I, I, I do think um, Trump has inspired a lot more uh, women to want to run for office. So, um, I, you know, I think that's part of the equation, right? There's the, the part who, who will the voters accept, but then there's also the part who will even run. And I think, uh, I do think a, a a backlash against Trump from women has caused a lot more women to be willing to become candidates.
0: I've, you know, one of the things I've been thinking about, and I don't have any evidence, this has just been a thought I've had, and I've read a lot of stories. I've wondered if maybe not in part of this, not that Trump doesn't, can't embody this, too, with his just grotesque comments about, uh, you know, women during the campaign, Uh, but this, the kind of the Me Too movement taking on, kind of moving from movement to political movement, you know, there's this kind of stage uh, in politics where you kind of have these things, they matriculate at one level, and then they eventually move up into the political sphere, and I've wondered about that as maybe this being connected to that
1: you mean in terms of uh, voters wanting to vote for women more? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that may be right. Um, I, I, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of um, – So are you, I guess, would that be – are you relating that only to the primaries? Are you relating that to the general elections also? I,
0: my assumption is going to be you're going to see this trend move towards the, the general election. I mean, I don't see why the
1: primaries would be anomalous. I, I guess I'm thinking still party affiliation is pretty strong in general elections, right? So um, in, in in primaries, um, you know, when people are voting within a primary, maybe maybe you have a certain sense of, you know, I, I, I could vote for either candidate, you know, maybe it's time for a woman. Um, whereas I think in general elections, it's probably still the case that most voters are going to say, well, I'm going to vote for the candidate of my party. And that's probably more important to me than whether gender. that candidate happens to be a, a man or a woman. Um, but on the other hand, I think there is, um, you know, there's always, there's been a gender gap for a while and that preceded uh, Trump, but um, the size of it may be increasing uh, in terms of the partisan affiliation difference between men and women.
0: Well, I guess the other thing that kind of made me think about this was, you know, now Mayor Breed, Mayor-elect Breed, you know, she, she does not end up being the first uh, female uh, mayor of San Francisco. Uh, I'm not, I mean, this was not something I knew until I was, you know, reading about her, but you know who the first female mayor of san francisco was uh
1: well I'm, I'm i'll give you a hint 1978 uh oh boy um uh, was it it wasn't nancy pelosi was it you're on the right track feinstein uh, feinstein yeah uh-huh. yeah she would end up being the first And so that i mean that's a
0: long gap and so you i i was just that's one of the things that kind of set my brain into motion when i was thinking about that
1: yeah, we had female mayors here in Cincinnati but not since we've had um elected mayors. So that's interesting too. So th- yeah, they only true. started Yeah, they only started mayoral elections in Cincinnati about a decade ago and and they haven't elected any females, but we had uh when the mayors used to be appoint, uh, elected by city council, we had female mayors. You know, I hadn't even thought about that because I remember I was actually um
0: I was in graduate school when that shift was happening.
1: The shift to elected mayors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's also true in other countries, you know, around the world, you had, um, uh, uh, women being heads of government, um, earlier than here, you had, uh, Thatcher in England and you had Indira Gandhi in India and, and all that, but, but never in, never in, um, uh, systems that had popular voting, um. Those were always uh, women who were elected by their parliaments, not by their voters. Right, exactly. I mean, obviously, um,
0: India kind of being a little infamous on this. Front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not exactly what you're, what you're generally hoping for. Um, but
1: even even Thatcher, she was elected because the Tories. Um, Had control of Parliament, and then the members of Parliament elected her. But it wasn't the voters of England that elected her. Right,
0: right. But of course, in the you know, in the case of indra you know, she she wouldn't have won re-election without suspending the constitution. (laughs) Right, right, right.
1: right. Yeah. yeah.
0: How do I? How do I? I You students always get the biggest kick out of that because we we, I teach a comparative class, and you know, and then she comes back and they re-elect her, and they're like, "What? Why? (laughs) How does this happen?" Oh, so it's funny we bring that up. Um, no, so that was one thing that I think is interesting. Now, so the other thing, so Ken, I don't know if you know this about me. Uh, some of our listeners, I know some of our listeners know this about me, but I am a, a runner and a swimmer and a biker, but I probably put most of my miles on run.
1: Are you a, are you a runner? Uh, no, I'm, I'm too old and lazy for any of that, Trey. I'm sorry. <laughs> How, like. are you like, you're like, yeah.
0: uh, no, no, nothing. Just, yeah. But you're honest about it. You're like, look. 'Cause there's some people who they'll even tell you they'll be like, Well you know, every now and then and you're like, Oh, okay. By now and then no, For, for uh, exercise
1: for exercise I'll go outdoors when I'm reading a book. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but do you like would you read, you know, like a, like a, a book about movement or anything? Or is it just the being outside? Are you it's the just out- the being outside it's part being- I'm <laughs>
1: saying. that that's my kind of exercise. <laughs> See,
0: I realized I realized I was a different kind of human being than than my family on that front. The other day, when my my brother and my father they were both talking like, "Well, you know, we were gonna go out, but you know, one day it was hot and one day it was muddy and one day it was." <laughs> and, and 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 as some of the listeners might know, I actually I'm on a run streak right now. So you know, I it doesn't it can be running, it can be snowing, it can be whatever, and you will find me outside doing my run because I hate running inside. Absolutely i just i love that um but one of the things i know a lot of people on the show and and people have emailed us about has been kind of the things that we do uh and kind of our you know the stuff that we use and so one of the things i was i thought that listeners you might be interested in so uh is has been my kind of journey on i don't know if you knew about this do you do you use um like uh earbuds ken
1: um I, you know, when I when I have to, I I really prefer listening to things over loudspeakers. But I I am using earbuds right now to do this radio show. Oh, okay. So
0: on your loudspeakers, what do you like? What are your speakers? Now I'm curious.
1: Oh, I've got these um, uh, uh speakers. Oh, uh, how do you like those? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I like, yeah, I, I, like to, I like to just blast out uh, music or, or even just <laughs> blast out podcasts.
0: See, we're a Sonos family on that front. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you're running or doing other things, you've, you've got to have, uh, you know, if you're going to listen to anything, you've got to put in earbuds because otherwise it flops everywhere. You're one of my students and they like, and I don't know, your students, they constantly have like broken tech. At uh, at uh, at the law school, or they
1: yeah, you especially notice that when they're we you know now we give them all their exams, they can use their computers to take their exams. Um, they can actually type their exam answers during the exams, and so of course you know during every exam, several of them their computers break right during the exam and things like that. <laughs> well,
0: I'm telling you, everybody always had bad earphones. Well, I didn't realize, so maybe this says something about me, but uh, I didn't realize how much I sweated, and what I. <laughs> What I've learned is, is I actually, over the past couple of months, I have sweated through enough headphones that I have learned about IP ratings. <laughs> <laughs> now, so you, you, people might not know this. You might not care. I hope maybe you do. But so, again, if, if you're a dedicated person who likes to sweat, so in other words, you're not just going outside to read, Ken. So maybe one day you're going to take a walk around the block. You know, <laughs> okay so, uh, but to put this in perspective, I, I, I run 1,000 miles a year approximately um whoa so yeah i'm uh <laughs> this is my thing um so i had I've, i'm an apple guy so again everybody in the, the show probably knows this so i had power beats uh, power beats three now what i didn't know is is that power beats three they are just what is called sweat resistant and you might think like oh, sweat resistant you can, you can sweat on those suckers and it's going to be okay right no yeah Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what that means is, is like if you go outside and you read your book and you want to have background music, that you can wear these and they won't break. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I, I have actually, over the last few months, I have gone through uh, a bunch of pairs. And so I had a pair of Powerbeats 3 and they died because of sweat, which I learned. And then they're like, well, just so you know, we don't, we don't fix them for sweat. I'm like, oh, good to know. Um, so heads up, people, if, you, if you're wearing any Apple product, and you sweat through it, they do not replace that, okay? <laughs> um, that is not part of the warranty. So uh, so my wife, she convinced me, I'm not a warranty. Are you a warranty person, Ken? Uh, how do you mean by a warranty person? You know how like, you, like, you, you buy something and everybody always wants to sell you a warranty on it. They're like, oh, you get this now. You can replace, like for $20, you can replace this whatever however you want
1: yeah you know I'd say my knee jerks against buying those warranties but I can sometimes be talked into it
0: <laughs> See, I'm the same way I'm like I always <laughs> just say no but uh-huh. my wife she said no look Trey you just what you need to do is you need to go to Best Buy and you just need to get the warranty and I'm like oh, I don't know well this actually worked out because so I replaced my Powerbeats 3 and you're not going to believe this I have yep. been through five I have sweated through five different headphones <laughs> <laughs> So here's what I've learned listeners. If you're interested, like for those of you who want to run or bike or whatever with me. Um, and I've also, so one thing is if you want to sweat through something, get Best Buy's warranty because they, doesn't matter what you do it, they will take it back. So I just kept the same guy kept, Taking these back, and he kept getting them. In, I'm sure he's looking at them like, "This is disgusting. Like, it is covered in sweat. Like, why are you bringing these back?" But he just took them. He didn't ask me any weird questions, <laughs> like, <laughs> "Why?" But what I have found is is that you actually have to get them so that they are waterproof. If you're a big sweater, you're going to work outside, um, and so I've actually alighted on this pair. So, runners, here's here's my recommendation: you're going to bike, you're going to run. Matter of fact, you can even a quick dip, and you're okay. The Jaybird X3s. So this is an Apple guy telling you to get something that's not Apple. But the Ah. Jaybird X3s, um, they're awesome because they don't have any bounce. And you can sweat all over them, and they're okay. (laughs) 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 Um, But, you know, one of the things I was thinking, and I will kind of finish the show up on this, but, you know, a number of people have emailed me or reached out on Facebook and said, hey, we kind of have, like, similar interests or other things. And what I'm interested in is, is anybody out there else I know many of you are interested in Michael and his brewing of coffee beans. Um, and that just bores me to death, yeah.
1: to be honest.
0: Um, so for those of you who were able to get through last week's supporter show, you know, good for you. Um, but <laughs> I'm just teasing, Michael. Uh, but, uh, but in all honesty, I'm really curious. How many of you guys are runners? Let me know. You know how many miles do you put out there? Like I was saying, you know, I'm, I'm about 1,000 miles a year. Um, so, you know, I've got, uh, what? Four hundred and fifty some miles of my current pair of shoes. Do you guys have like the shoes that you love? Would you like to talk about some of those things? You know, hit us up on Facebook. We've been trying to kind of reach out things that are a little different. So, if you like to sweat, or if you like to go outside in the summer and read a book and sweat, yes. um, you know, <laughs> you know, hit us up and we can talk about that. But so my kind of takeaway for you guys is is learn from the man who sweats a lot and runs outside all the time, which is look at that IP rating and get <laughs> something that's waterproof. <laughs> And if you're not sure, buy the warranty. Well, Ken, is there anything else you'd like to talk to oh, the, our uh, supporters uh, about?
1: I was going to say the other thing I do for exercise besides going outside and reading a book is I, I talk to Michael about his, his bodybuilding. He tells me about his <laughs> weightlifting and stuff like that. Yes, <laughs> that man, he
0: lifts a lot of weight. Uh, yeah. Um,
1: so listeners, if you don't
0: know this, he, in fact, do you, you read his, like, I love his Facebook posts about yeah. body lifting because Great. he'll say things like, well, I was lifting twice my body weight. And I'll yeah, think, twice your body weight. he will say, and then I heard a pop, and I think that's when you stop. No, no, his story is always something like I heard a pop, and so I thought only fifteen more. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, he looks he looks like a wiry little guy. He looks nothing like a bodybuilder, but he uh, but he yeah he builds uh, uh he lifts a lot of weight.
0: You know, it's funny you say that because, you know, Michael, he was my professor in college. Did he tell you uh-huh. that? Okay.
1: I, yeah, I knew that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as a matter of fact, I almost went to, uh, I went, almost went to law school with you. And, the, ah. and then I woke up and realized I didn't want to be a lawyer. Um, but anyway, it's <laughs> a different story. But it's funny because when he first was like posting and talking about bodybuilding, because you're talking about he, like, he's wired. Yeah. I yeah. thought he was teasing. Right. I didn't think he really did. it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you if you knew if you knew that a person is an ex marine who's a fanatical bodybuilder uh, and who has all these big dogs, you'd probably picture somebody who looks more like Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then like Michael's just this wiry little guy. But he, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's 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 pure muscle, though.
0: I defy anybody like if you took the pictures off the the staff at NKU and uh-huh. said pick out Michael Baranowski, I don't know if many listeners. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know i mean i'm easy to i'm I'm like tall and i'm lanky so you're like okay there's a guy who runs and swims i get it yeah but um (laughs) i wonder if michael has like a favorite pair of headphones what to see about that like what does he sweat through because heaven's the mercatroyd you're right (laughs) that's right okay so So you're asking you're
1: asking about warranties too. do you buy warranties? do you buy extended warranties on cars i never do no like i'm the guy who says nope 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 this is the first time i've done that yeah. You know, I, I'd, I'd never did it before. And then one of my cars died before a hundred thousand miles. And, and then I'm like, all right, next time I'm going to do it. And then I've, I've bought extended warranty on my last two cars. And of course they made it well over the hundred thousand miles with no problems. So <laughs> that's the way it works, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when I bought the first pair of headsets, that's why I thought I'm just being stupid. I am wasting, you know, all this money. I felt so good when I was like, well, these aren't working anymore. And I just went through the. <laughs> you know, and that's probably bad because think, So you buy the warranty, and then you're going to be happy if it breaks when it shouldn't.
1: Right, yeah. I haven't even thought about that. That's a fascinating point, Ken. The the one product that I have learned to always buy a warranty on because it always breaks is uh, the all-in-one printers. They break on me every time. So I always buy warranties now. And then I could go years without paying for a printer because I'll just uh, buy a printer, put it under warranty, and just keep bringing them back because they keep breaking and I'll just have an endless supply of those. Well, why don't we finish on this note? What what kind of printer do you keep buying that breaks that much? Usually I buy the HP printers, but sometimes I even buy the Dell printers, but usually
0: HP. So okay, here here's another answer. It's it's time. You need to uh you need to make sure that you do this. Don't yep. forget, time for brother. Move to brother printers. Oh. They last forever.
1: Really? I've never had one. Maybe I will make that switch. Yes.
0: Um, Yeah, so make that switch to Brother Printers. Um, I think we're going to probably pause here, but I'm going to say, listeners, just remember uh, that if you are interested, that from now on, Mike has a new uh, show for the interviews. So interviews are no longer part of the Politics Guys. They're part of Politics Plus, Politics Plus. Um, And so if you're interested in that, you can take a look. His first interview with Politics Plus is going to be the Atlantic columnist um, and former George W. Bush speechwriter, David Frum, uh, author of Trumpocracy. And so I'm really fascinated in this one. So you might want to tune into that. Uh, And that's going to be coming. And again, you can see that at politicsplus.com u s that's not.com that is.us well i hope you've enjoyed our discussion of warranties and the physical appearance of michael baronowski along with a little bit about headphones and our one political topic female candidates so (laughs) again it's been (laughs) wonderful doing this bonus show with you thanks a lot thank you